swell Put flame to dark earth raised it down At Zana stands where once it fell To mountains red with ash and blood All following the battle's path We go to stem the Malkar flood and fear the old ones trembling This is part two of session 60, The Darkness Between Stars. So the nightlife very much alive in this tavern. All of you are reminiscing and speaking with Nicholas as occasionally uh, Limerick's band uh, shares exploits and stories of their journey and you share stories of your journey and there is some level of fellowship here. Uh, these two separate groups who have a friend in common, essentially. Do they have a place to crash for the night? Here in the tavern. Because if they'd <laughs> like to join us back at the longhouse, that'd be... That's a lot of people at the longhouse, bro. Yeah, I mean, there's couches. <laughs> All right. And they get free room and board. Yeah, well, I mean, for being there. If you don't want to get that up, I understand. What are you drinking, Renalia? Say Rocky and Purple. You get it from your bag, you don't get it from the counter? Oh, yeah, I forgot I got free drinks at the counter. Um, just the hot, the, the highest quality meat they have. Okay. You're wanting to talk to your band. Yes. at some point. You're waiting for Kiana to come back from the bar when you notice that she's approaching the table after going and fetching herself a drink and she sets down a drink directly in front of Renalia and kind of turns it ever so slightly just kind of looking at you. It's the same drink you've been drinking. And she said didn't want you to have to make an extra trip. Oh, thank you. It's my, it's my previous cup empty. It is. And she says you're very welcome. And there's a little bit of prolonged eye contact. Prolonged eye contact. So just start that Okay. You get roofied, bro. I haven't drank it yet. <laughs> you finna get, you get cactus juice. I don't want to get in the way of anything. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a pause in the conversation. I want to talk to them in private. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. So there's some conversation that's had. And you kind of invite your band to kind of step to the side for just a moment? Sure. Okay. They all rise, and you can see as Kiana kind of like walks around Renalia, she says, I'll be right back. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> and just kind of slides her hand all the way around I'll your be back. Here. <laughs> and you have them in private, kind of outside, let's say, outside of the tavern. She tried to smash, bro. She don't want to get smashed, bro. <laughs> you don't want to get whiskey. Is anyone beside me? That would have been. Is anyone is anyone beside me on the table real quick? I am. Your group is. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide the drink to Jeff. Drink. Yes, you mean to? I'm sorry. Valador. No, Jeff. Valador, would you like a drink? Smell it. it. Smells like really good meat. Oh, 
drink all of it. Yeah. Tastes oh. like really good meat. We were just checking. Give it like 10 minutes. I'll facial. get another round of. Okay. That really good meat. Do you place the goblet back in front of Renalia? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're outside. Feels so awkward about this, and these aren't even real people. <laughs> I'm just that good. Because you remember how I Am left I without telling you, and then came back suddenly. Well, <laughs> surprise. At least this time I'm telling you. Okay. There's, a, there's an hey, awkward dude, we left pause. A, I left a note in my other group. And you see as Johan kind of swirling his tanker just speaks up to you and says, "What's on your mind, Nicholas?" I think perhaps I was hasty in leaving them. Hmm. You can see there is like this generalized, dejected look upon their face for a moment. Um, and then Diedrich, your percussionist, speaks up and says, Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I had your talents outside of the musical inclination, I probably wouldn't want to go in tavern and tavern either. I don't blame you. And he looks for Kiana to back him up here. Kiana kind of, this very thoughtful look on her face says, Well, there's nothing saying that you can't come back. I like that train of thought. Johan says, I mean, he could die. (laughs) That's definitely true. Kiana just kind of shoots him a look. <laughs> Would you be willing to carry on trying to gather some support without me? If by support you mean singing the praises of the strange ones and uh, getting paid money for it, then yes. <laughs> I suppose that will have to do. I'm sorry to leave you all again, but I... Hope it counts for something that at least I told you this time. It's uh, less fun this way, I think. We were all pleased when you came back, but the amount of time that we spent with you is adequate. As long as you come back. I will do my best to not die. Whenever you save the world or whatever you're doing out there, but you do have to promise to come back. I will. We'll play again. For the rest of the night, I think that I will be learning your companions as I can. Some of them more thoroughly than others. But it would give me great comfort knowing who you're out about with. And I assume they can be trusted. I think so. But feel free to get to know them as well as you like. Well, in that case, and Kiana raises her glass, your troop raises their glass, and you raise your glass. To one more night together. Until the next. Until the next. You all clink, drink. See yourselves back inside the tavern. Although the weird thing is, is that Kiana takes your seat next to Renalia. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to sit where she was sitting. I'll sit on Rathanax's lap. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's some more pleasantries that's to be had, and without too much graphic detail, there's quite a lot of flirt, flirtatious behavior. Silly um, deceptive. Okay. And towards the end of the night, uh, you do notice that, uh, or what I should say is that Johan is a dragonborn. Uh, Kiana is a tiefling, and I believe that. What is it, Diedrich? Yeah, Diedrich is a gnome. Uh, and you're having this conversation, the nightlife's beginning, the nightlife is beginning to conclude. And you're picking up on this, obviously. So I, I'm just gonna ask, are you receptive to this? Okay, so you seem receptive, okay. And towards the end of the night, she's, Kiana kind of stands and brings the attention to herself and she says, well, we've been made aware that Nicholas will be rejoining your troop. I do hope that you'll take very good care of him. Keep him safe. I'm afraid it'll be him keeping us safe for the most part. But we will. I don't doubt that. But if there's anything I've learned from being in a close-knit group like a band, it's that we trust and love each other, and that we do everything together. And then she looks directly at you, Renalia. Everything. Everything. We poop together. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, and everyone goes their separate ways. Where do you go, Nicholas? Do you go back to the Ironborn Longhouse? Um, are you all, all staying at the longhouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Leofric's playing cards. Yeah. Let's see. He'll go back to the longhouse. Are we all going back to the longhouse? Well, yeah. Uh, anybody that wants to. Oh. They're retiring for the evening, but... Yeah, but I thought Rathnack said they could stay at the longhouse. Yeah, I, I offered to them, but if they don't want to, I... Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but as everyone begins to split in separate directions, you do see Kiana kind of reach her hand as she's standing one foot on the staircase that leads up to the rooms. You take her hand, yeah. walk up the stairs. Johan and Eric walking up behind you. All of you kind of notice as they're walking up the stairs, Dion, or Deondrick and Johan, this, this phone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in the morning. Yes, that, maybe the afternoon. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday indeed. <laughs> so, you all find restful sleep after playing some cards, catching up with Leo Freak and Christina. Christina ends up winning cards, by the way. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, taking all of Leo Freak's money. Uh, but, you all retire for the evening, the third day in Atzana. Uh, is had, and by the way, Meryl is not present for much of this. Yeah. He spends from sun up to sundown in a local, essentially municipal building. Um, the courthouse. Yeah. Something, something. For these past three days, could I have gotten uh, to <coughs> in Infernal? Yes. Okay. So you would get credit for three hours each day. So nine hours? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, after that, 
you remember what I do when I'm in Azana? Mm-hmm. I do that all three days. Okay. All right. So, the third day concluded. Do you want to spend the evening in the Ironborn Longhouse, or do you want to go ahead and set out? In the evening. To go to Ishmael's. Am I back there? Yeah, you're back. Um, to go in the morning. Yeah, I think we can go in the morning. I'd like to take the night to uh, maintain my weapons and armor. Okay. Get a workout in. Just kind of prep for the upcoming adventure. Alright. Was there anything else that you guys wanted to do in those three days? I just want to address the group before, like right before we leave. Okay, well in that case, you're going to spend one more night in the Ironborn Longhouse. And then in the morning, uh, let me go ahead and get this back on. That means Eleanor gets another three hours of tutelage. <laughs> Am I spending No, that was three. Three is... Gotcha. Am I spending another Unless you want to go back to the tavern. Is there some waiting for me up there? Don't know. You can go and see how it feels. <laughs> do, you go, do you go back to the tavern? Yeah. Okay. Feels right. Okay. All right. So, the fourth day, the morning of, Merrill conveys to you that his obligation here has been fulfilled and you are free to travel to Ishmael's Tower. And out on the city streets, as you are waiting for the kind of the traffic to clear just a little bit so that you can slip into this alley, and use the teleportation circle. You, Nicholas, have a moment. Before we leave, I would like to formally apologize to you all for leaving in the night as I did. I hope that I can mend things with you and that this won't create a bridge between, or a gap, a divide between us. <laughs> He's still kind of dry, I guess. Um, but I am sorry. I perhaps acted rashly. And... I think we all understand. And we hope... We don't, we don't foresee this happening again. Right? Well, I, I admit my fault in pushing you away, and for that I'm sorry, and I'm, I hope that if it's some, if something does happen in the future that you feel comfortable to talk to us. I will make sure that I talk to you before I do anything like that again. Thank you. Y'all, as a group, not just Rathodex. No, Rathodex. Ranali has been a real jerk lately. Dipping. I was. Is that here? What? The Millers? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Well, you were about to say something. Thank you. Um, Unfortunately, I was not here for any of this, but uh, some of us have done far worse in our lives. So, uh, I don't think none of us will hold it against you. I never saw it as having anything to forgive you for, Nicholas. I appreciate that. I'm sorry for my part. 
effect on it as well. I appreciate that. Hopefully now that we have a lawgiver amongst us, it won't happen again. Now I can blame Meryl. <laughs> there you go. I love that plan. We can all blame Meryl. Yes. Fuck you, Meryl. Science is angry science. Shock science. On an entirely different note, have you rethought uh, having your arm regrown, perhaps? Uh, it, it, it would uh, help Meryl out in the long run to freed up some of his arcane arcanic abilities. Well, just let me know. I can take care of that for you. A win? Rather painfully. (laughs) Don't do it now. Do it when Meryl's present. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, whenever. It wouldn't be the worst pain I've felt. It might be. (laughs) It wouldn't. It doesn't You don't know that. (laughs) I feel having a, a, a. I've never done it myself, but I just can't see that not being painful. I've, I feel having a, a limb regrown would hurt far less than having one severed. You might be surprised. No, that's over pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, given that we were about to use the teleportation circle to get somewhere. She was trying to say something. T- I cut her off first and then. Apologies. <laughs> Run a little? <laughs> How would you not? It was great. <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, I like to turn a necklace and um, reach in my pocket and pull out the letter that you left us and just be like, let's not have use for this anymore. Nicholas is going to... Oh, shit. Nicholas is going to take it in his hands. And he's going to uh, cast a chromatic warp on it. Yeah. Okay. Drop it when it catches fire, because, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, you all step onto the teleportation circle and are intending to go where? Well, we're going to the tower, and there is no teleportation circle at the tower. Oh. Well, I can take us there. What? Are we going to the one in the desert? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Would um, mind terribly? Yeah, of course. Uh, so Nicholas will teleport us all there. To the tower directly. <clears throat> Dang. Mm-hmm. Oh. Why? Would you mind? Uh, Nothing. Convenience. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Malkari form of Fenugreen? Uh, probably, yeah. I don't know But you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you need some Dramamine over there, buddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you teleport to just outside the tower where you, Nicholas, are familiar, uh, for sure. Uh, And find yourselves standing in the, yeah, early morning. Uh, As the magic fades and you're bracing yourself for the wind-swept plains of the Dune Sea of Abishar, you're surprised when you find yourself standing in the Dune Sea of Abishar, but everything is calm. It's a slight, ominous stillness over the Dune Sea. But before you is the obelisk. I'd like to turn to Nicholas and say, Oh, buddy, that was very wonderful. I was considering using plane shift twice (laughs) (laughs) to imitate a fraction of your power. Glad to be of service again. 
Nicholas, you find the concealed arcane pad where you can use the puzzle to, that you have completed for this tower before. Yes. yes. Two of them. We are the only two that have completed, and this is the only one we've done. Yes. Nope. I thought we did two. Yep, there's a couple in there. We, we did. There we did two. do two. Yeah, I got the scrap know. stone. That's why I, I have that for sure. One. Yeah. I think it was this, this one. one. Is the scrap stone, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, I still have my inspiration from the scrap it stone. It was. Mm-hmm. I think this Great one job. and the one near Tuckman. I want to well, say. There was also the one outside of Azana. I don't think we ever we, solved that we one. Didn't do I the, think we did. They only solved the puzzle for two. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. This puzzle's yeah. fucking hard, dude. The time limit was rough. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, the door to this obelisk, seen, with no seams whatsoever, you see as the magic diffuses, the seam is created and formed, and the doorway opens slightly smaller than any of you can step through comfortably, but you step through and find yourself in the opening of the staircase that goes down. This correct, this is my first time being here, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Scribe stone and mage stone, that's the two that we have. Okay. But the mage stone is the mage's tower. Uh, like the mage tower itself is the mage stone? Yeah. For the record, um, so like when you're, I, I, I've got notes on. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, think right. I have the scribe stone in the Doom Sea. Yes, mm-hmm. scribe stone is in the Doom Sea. Prismatic orb puzzle, magic mage stone is in the mage's tower where we came from. Rathamax solved one wizard's puzzle. Warrior stone is somewhere. I didn't get that. Yeah, because we didn't solve the puzzle and therefore couldn't go out. And then the order from the panel is scribe, lord, assassin, hunter, archer, tower. Oh, so the scribe stone is the one in the Dune Sea, but it leads into his tower. They all lead into his tower. Yes. Ah, So when you... um, So when you're at the panel, the door, from the inside, trying to go out, one of the options is to open the door back to where you're going in, back to where you just came from. And that's the mage That's the mage's tower. So then you can, you were so you kind of know the mage's stairs, you just walked up. So you yeah. know the mage's tower kind of by default. So which ones are you saying that you have? Because I have... Scribe and mage. Okay. I don't have that in my notes that you successfully completed the puzzle, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that's correct. Well, the mage's tower, I don't think we had to solve a puzzle for that. That's the one that you just know by being in the tower. And Because again, it's not... Teleporting you to a different place. It's I do just, remember them walking in the door and, and ending up downstairs. Because there, there were times where you would ask us, "Are you are you walking down the stairs that just appeared in front of you, or are you walking down the stairs behind you?" Mm. It is the same thing. It is the same thing. I do remember that one. Okay. So, major really time. Thought we had solved two of the puzzles. I thought that we had two, but I've only got one written down. Are you sure Major's Tower wasn't the puzzle? I'm going to say you have access to the Mage's Stone and the Scribe Stone, but those are the only two you have. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I thought. You visited the Lord's Stone and the Warrior Stone as well. Oh, but correct. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we go in, I'm going to cast Foresight on myself. You're going to cast what? Foresight on myself. Okay. Just a minute. Hmm? Hmm. Foresight. You want it? You want it? You all walk down the staircase into what some of you would know is this long dining kind of room, dining entertaining room with this. But you were here 
Were you here when they went in? No. Mm-hmm. I have never the very, been here. The very first time it was just me and Nicholas. And then the party, we took the party with us one time after that. So my, when we all found minus, minus, minus it was Valor. It was Rathanak, Nicholas, Renalia, Meryl. We were all in there because we saw y'all poof away. Yes. So when they hit the puzzle was the same night you left because it was at that tavern in Tuplin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, was right. got, so, it was when we got poisoned. Valinor. Yes. <clears throat> Just through the door is a large circular room with eight doors with identical sleeping quarters beyond. In the main room is a large, ever-burning hearth, several comfortable lounging chairs, a massive, ornate game table, and a purple banner hanging over the hearth. The banner displays a white circle with an elegant scripted I, the letter, in the center. All of the bedrooms are furnished with comfortable beds, roomy dressers, and a nightstand with one ever-burning candlestick placed on top. Yes, that's the description of the room. Cool. So, as you enter, though, you do see what, to some of you, is the familiar face of Ishmael, standing in this large entertainment room. Uh, several books and scrolls splayed out on this gaming table. And he looks up and sees all of you walking down the stairs. Hey, Ishmael. A style there, Um, Did my witch site see any invisible creatures? No. Well, come in, come in. Uh, sit down. Uh, I'm sure you're all quite thirsty and hungry after your your long, long journey from Edzar. <laughs> no, that was a sarcasm. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> would you like anything to eat or drink? Uh, I'm all right. I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, all right. in that case, um, oh goodness. Uh, straight to business then. And you can see as he's pouring over some of these books and scrolls, handing you things occasionally, Alistair, to kind of reference what he's speaking of. Uh, oh, that's why. Hold on, I'm going to turn that down. I was wondering why the music was so low. It's because the Spotify volume was low. Fishball. Make some tea. Oh, tea, yes. Um, he snaps his fingers. The goblet's on the table, one of them. Does anyone else want some tea? Uh, Valador would. It will help us talk. Yeah, uh, might as well. If you're making it, I'll fix it. It snaps his fingers, and you can see as the goblets, these glass, ornate, steel goblets, from the bottom to the top, filled with liquid. Nice. I would like to ask him a question. Okay. Uh, Ishmael, are you, are you, by happenstance, named after the individual who... Uh, helped name the roads and Alvaron. <laughs> I am not named after him. I am Ishmael. Oh, that's right. You weren't here. Hello, <laughs> my name is Ishmael. <laughs> he goes to shake your hand from a now. Oh, interesting. So you're the Ishmael. I am. I don't want to be rude, but he would be 
He looks wonderful for his age. Mm-hmm. I look very old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but most people who are your age are dust. Yes, well, magic will do that. <clears throat> it seems to prolong your life. Uh, as long as you're careful. Naturally. Course, there was a second cartographer, was there not? Yes, there was. Oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> is that a sore subject? Uh, our Malkarian friend is not familiar with the legends of Alvaron, I don't know very, very much. Hey, no, I've heard rumors, but not, not, not at all. A colleague and a peer. Yes. I, someone who I still count amongst my, my friends, will say. He is still alive. I don't know. I haven't spoke to him in quite some time. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, anyways, to business. Okay. Uh, you see, and he hands you a book. Okay. I first learned of the Trey of Vota when studying it uh, in the restricted sections of Cahollin's Athenaeum. The what? The Tria Vota. I was trying to learn more about Casadova mountain range, the Casadova mountain range, in preparation for an expedition. So I didn't pay it any attention until years later. When I found some free time, I immersed myself in what I thought was fiction. A tale about a great gift forged by Torin Taldor himself for the old god Meredith. The text says that the Triavota resides in the throne world of Trozax, a great demon who became a renowned warrior during the celestial cleansing. Until now, the location of his throne world was unknown to anyone who still lived. However, I have learned that a group of adventurers might have found the entrance quite accidentally. When you are ready, you and your friends should depart for Lawspell and find the rogue known as Brenda the Bold, who was once part of this group. And then he looks directly at you, Alistair. Before you leave, however, I would recommend you seek Morgat's guidance in this matter. Perhaps she can tell you some things about the relic that even I don't know. I do have the ability to commune with her. Responses are limited, however. If you had to ask us some yes or no questions regarding this, do you have any input advice for how to phrase yes or no questions in this matter? As I'm like looking through, trying to also figure out how to phrase some stuff while reading the tones that he's giving me. So remind me, you have one that allows you to ask yes or no questions, but you have, don't you have another one where you can have a conversation with them? That's, that's dream. 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 Mm, yeah, and that's a little... That's a... Risque. Yeah. Wait, what's the one where you go crazy if you fail? Uh, Drink. That's con- no, that's Contact of the Queen. Uh, Isn't uh, that? And I get five questions. Five yes. Yes, no, maybe never irrelevant or unclear if the DD doesn't know the answer to the question. If a one-word response would be misleading, the GM might instead offer a short phrase as an answer. So we're going to call a short phrase a lore dump. 
Never mind, Pishmon. Somebody just told me that it would be all right. We are all guided by the unseen hand of the If I were you, I would ask about its origins. Perhaps that could help you in your endeavor of trying to find it and eventually reclaim it. You see, uh, from my research, the reason that I am even involved in this endeavor is that this relic is one of tremendous and dangerous power. I would very much like to endorse your group and aid you in any way if it meant taking this piece off of the playing board for any of the Darth Maul. And this has, forgive me, it was a lot of information at once and literally I have it recording so I can listen to you. Um, and this tree of Ota is related to the file of Starlight that I possess in some way. I have no idea. But I do know that you were, according to your own words, gifted this file of starlight and told that you had some task. Yes. I believe that this is that task. Wonderful. Um, I can ask... Yes. Uh, you could ask that, though, in your questions. Yes, indeed. Uh, I can do that now. Um... If I go crazy, restrain me. What? No. And I cast I've got it. And I would begin, I'll begin to get to the one minute casting <laughs> for contact other plane. Uh, really quick point of order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Tria Volta. Tria Volta. Volta. T-R-E-A V-O-T-A. How well known of a thing this is? What, the relic? Yeah. It's a knot. So this is <laughs> no. not something people would know. Probably not. Okay. You might know what Ishwan just told you. Might be lore that you, you've read in books in the past. That, but Tor and Tarbo were also created through their many, 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 many thousands of years relationship. Created dozens of gifts. And what was the name of the demon that uh, the throne world of who? Prozox. I'm wondering specifically in terms of legend lore because it is a differing amount of information based on you know, how much of a legend it is. Well, you might be learning everything right. you need to know. I, I sort of assume so because. You, know. you need a shirt right. that when you say we're all guided by the hand of Ela, your shirt you just say I'm Ela. All right. Well, so <laughs> yeah. I will. <laughs> Inspiration. Use that starlight. You have stargazer. I'm going to use the stargazer, so. Wait, and you also have D and inspiration dad. I do. And Bardic inspiration. Didn't you use that earlier? He did. No, I didn't. I chose it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Bardic inspiration also. Which is a D12, but I'm going to roll it. Okay. Kyle, take your own time to get a D and inspiration dice. Hmm? You get a D6 inspiration dice. Plus 12. Oh, yeah, I'm good. For getting the session time. <laughs> I succeed. Yeah. What is it? Mass. Uh, Saving throw for contact other plane. Yep, and it worked. It did. Okay. With inspiration, advantage, 
DM inspiration and uh, five of Starlight inspiration, <laughs> I ended up getting a 15. <laughs> oh, Damn. Wait, yeah. 15? DC 15, rolled with advantage, two fours, plus three, plus four, so, so four, seven, eleven. Uh, D4 and a D6 both topped up ones. Oh my god. Plus 12. So 13. Okay, so at 25 you ended up rolling, but it took all of those dice to get there. Everything. <laughs> That's disgusting. That is disgusting. <laughs> That's some real bad rolls, buddy. That's, That's what you call faking it till you make it. So, Alistair, your vision fades. And before, actually, before we get into this, ask about the origins last. Okay. Okay. Um,. Your vision fades, and you find yourself in the familiar ivory and gold courtyard of Mordet. Within her celestial plane, her, her world, and can see the familiar visage as she presents herself to you, sitting down on one of the stone benches, marveling at a cluster of these white roses. She looks up, you can see her golden eyes kind of gleam just slightly brighter upon seeing you. I bow and wait for my invitation to sit beside her as I usually do. She places her hand on the bench and taps it. And I sit. I say, I have important matters at hand. I hate to waste the spell's magic, but I must ask a couple of things before, before I get into that. I've prayed to you about this plan of Meryl's to become a lawgiver and about how it would save, hopefully, our relationship that judgment can be passed by someone trained in that way. Is this acceptable to you? Without much contemplation, she says, Yes, the rule of mortal law is what my father believes is the most relevant thing for mortals to abide by. This is assuming the law is handed down fair and justly and follows this, the tenements of my brother. I believe if anyone could learn and understand Stendrid's desires, it would be Meryl. He's fair. My work in Itzana, is it pleasing to you? Is it... I'm trying to make up for wrongs I've done. Is that the right path? It is any path, and it does please me to see what you do with your own time, and that you're spreading my mercy and my intentions through you, my warlock, but the only way to remain on that path is to be consistent with your mercy. I understand and will take this to heart. 
to other matters. Ishmael has recommended this conversation as he has discovered in researching about Casadovo, about the Treya Vota. You said wait to ask to the end about the origins? Mm -hmm. Is there other things that I should be asking before I ask about the origins in regards to this? Was this contact of the Did you have like one question in mind for this, this contact of the plane? Okay. Um, <clears throat> this Treyavota in Trozak's plane, was this my purpose? Is this your calling for me? You can see that there is this bittersweet look that comes across her face, but she, after some silence, turns and faces you on the bench and places her hands on your hands and says, Mortals who are picked for tasks like this, they are not selected at I have known you since you were born. And I have seen what you are capable of and what you will do in this world. I have seen what I hope will happen if fate does not intervene. This relic was forged in darkness and is created in pure evil. There is not another soul alive, another mortal being that I would trust with. Yes, this is your task, my warlock. And I know that you will not disappoint me, but understand that when this is over, if you survive, then your works are not finished. If the worst should happen, and you should fall, then I think that you've done a very good job of surrounding yourself with people who will pick up your mantle. And then you could join me here. I don't fear death, my lady. I fear leaving them behind. I believe that was four. Can you tell me more about the Trey of Ota's origins? Kind of 
looks as if she's reminiscing something, but surprisingly, the look on her face is she is she is reminiscing something that happened even prior to her own existence. That's crazy. And she speaks into the ether, not looking you directly in the face as she as she talks, but she says. Torin Taldor forged the relic as a gift and gave it to Merileth during a brief courtship. Merileth was awestruck by its beauty and power when first she beheld it. And for this gift, it spent a passionate night in her pale spire. Lifetimes passed, and the two Darthmoor shared many more nights together, as was customary for the old gods. But then, something happened. Sorry. Something happened. A thief stole the Triavota from Merileth's treasure vaults and fled. Merileth sent word to Torin Taldor that his precious gift had been stolen. But he came to her throne room and held her in his arms as she wept. But he didn't come alone. He brought with him the product of that night of passion. Trozox, now a fully grown demon, a being born from the cold light of his mother and the void darkness of his father. Merileth commanded her spawn to find the thief and recover the suitor's gift. Trozox did this happily. He found the thief hiding in a cave, and there he inflicted great pain and suffering. When he returned to his mother's throne room, she embraced him and granted him the great honor of guarding his father's gift for all eternity.
Well, I know what it looks like. Well, what does it do? The knowledge of what the relic actually is has been lost to time. If you manage to collect the relic, we will need to speak again once you're safe. My advice, and you feel your vision begin to fade, Rely on your friends. Trust them in the time to come. You are stepping into a very dark and dangerous place, my warlock. Let my light protect you and guide you in Trozov's throne book. And you can see that there's this look on her face as your vision fades. It's a very familiar look. The look of a mother who's watching her son depart to go to a wild and dangerous place. A face that you've seen before on your own mother's face. Your vision fades and you find yourself in Ishmael's tower again. My first words, coming back into my own consciousness, are, I suppose that look will never get easier to see. And then I word vomit everything that she said. <laughs> the, not, the not super personal stuff, the, the required information, the required information. So, I said the second shit. not only a demon, but the spawn of old gods. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's new? Um, given knowledge that we have, the Naibo are kind of spawns of Eva. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I, uh... <laughs> we fought a god before. Here's the good news. We were almost murdered. We, ah, I didn't say anything about uh, our chance we, we fought front of a god. Yeah, we don't know if okay. we don't, we don't so fight a god. We ran from a god. throne room, do you know how to get in it without just barging through the front door? Absolutely not, but I believe Ishmael is mm. uh, reliable, as I believe he is. Uh, Brenda the Bold at Lawspell would have more information about this. More information than I could. Given the wording about it being surrounded in darkness, I believe this might be our light through it. That would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we should speak with Brenda. Agreed. Uh, anyone know where Lospell is? Yes. Got it there. Pulls out a map. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> North Valley, if I'm not mistaken. North. North. Yes. North of the Burgundy Mountain Range is north of Tuckland and uh, 
Ragwood. Ah, it's it's a river city. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Thank you, Ishmael. Yes, I would I would be cautious approaching uh, Brenda the Bow. She says she doesn't know who any of you are. And uh, just approaching her and asking questions of someone of her employ might be uh, I would be careful. You met her? No. Oh. Would Drain work? I could potentially speak to her. That may not hand, be safe. It might true. True. <laughs> yes, that spell well, we is uh, it's it's there a teleportation is there circle. Is there a near Lore spell? There's a circle. There's a circle to the northwest or northeast. Uh, teleportation to, circle or a? Gone to that place. No, we for the, the for the circle we have the codes from Zoltana. Mm-hmm. That's what the marks are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could definitely go there. There's so I couldn't teleport straight there, but we could use a circle. Mm-hmm. You'd have to go somewhere where there is. Oh no, he can teleportation yeah. circle. Yep. Um. Given the severity of the situation, I feel silly asking, but I must do this. You all are not bound by any god to do this. Oh, Oh, shut up, Alistair. Of course we're not bound by a god, but we are bound by our bonds of friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That's very sweet. I could not not agree more. Feels like I just... Bit into a nice ripe apple. <laughs> Friendship <laughs> is magic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now use that magic to teleport us to that All right. Well, I hate to see you go, but I do like to watch you leave. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, do teleportation circles work in here? Oh no, you will need to step out. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Nicholas puts his shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. The team was lovely. Yes, where well, I. I would love to host you longer, but I am just as excited to learn about uh, what Brenda might know, the location of this throne world. Maybe we can um, travel him for a hero's feet. Are you hungry? I could, I could whip something up. I, I certainly. It's feast brunch. Last time. 24 hours, right? Wonderful. I don't remember. It was yeah, 24 hours. Yeah. Right, if you haven't had breakfast, let me see what I can... I can Muster up. And you have meat? Swirls his hands, and you can see as like this arcane energy swirls over the table and kind of goes up and then rests on these plates that begin to vibrate and just this food appears on the plate. All breakfast themed. Ah, uh, pancakes. Don't be aware that costs him a thousand gold every time he does it. He's he's like a an million wizard. Yeah, he probably has untold. I riches. invest uh, quite a good. Time. <laughs> I just wanted to say we appreciate it. Well, and there is flapjacks, skittle cakes, or not skittle cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Cavities. <laughs> They're skittle cakes. Would have skillet loved that. cakes. That's <laughs> what I was trying to say. Like the skillet. band. Skillet cakes. Skillet cakes. Mm-hmm. Skittle cakes. Yeah. Well, they're delicious. And you all enjoy a very good breakfast, including Meryl. That's good. They're skittle cakes. And do we all get immune? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the poison brightening. And some temporary hit points, right? It is, yes. Uh, Isn't that how it goes? No. It's not. It's not temporary hit points. Your hit point oh, maximum right. goes that, up that, by that, 20 that, that was the confusion. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 25. It's by 2d10. Um, Somebody roll the 2d10. So. Not it. Not, not, not shit. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-oh. 
God damn it, Ruffles. You heifer. Eight. Mm, hey, it's still eight. Look, it, it takes us up to 21 temporary hit points. It's not temporary hit points. I know, but... Damn. How many did you say? Eight? Yeah. So increase. Just max HP modifier. But just remember we gotta remove after 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ishmael, uh, thank you very much. And it has been a pleasure this time as it has before. Don't be afraid to send us a ascending if you wish to. Talk later when you are less busy. And when I learn more, I will let you know. Yes, please come back here, as a matter of fact, when you're done. Very well. Um, to help you remember, you can also go in and edit your under defenses and add frightened and poisoned immunity. I to remember to take <coughs> that away. Yes. So you step out of the obelisk spire. Frightened and what else? Poison. Out into the still probably not quite uh, middle of the day, but starting to get there. And I would imagine that you teleport to the teleportation circle outside of Lorspell. Which side of the river is Lorspell on? Uh, it is on the east side of the river. Okay. Uh, for the record, we are immune to poison, not the poisoned condition. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that bypasses. If it's not like a physical poison, that would be yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you for um, clarifying. And advantage on all wisdom saves. Okay, I'm sorry. Say it one more time. What what all do we get? Uh, immune to poison and being frightened. All wisdom saving throws with advantage, and your hit point maximum increases by two d10. Okay, so poison. Only for 24 hours. Yes. Frightened. Why I prefer to just save the spell somewhere and then say 24 hours instead of modding your character sheet. While eating breakfast, do we do um, short rest? Yeah. Actually, fun fact: if I, if Lindalus has this, yeah, from poison friend. Huh. Um, Linvala has aura of courage, so no, at any time, if you're within 10 feet, you can't be frightened. Same. Nice. Ten feet through close, so yeah. it is. But eh, you did, never your aura, know. did your did uh, your aura range expand for mm, your? No, that's not until eighteenth level. Ah. Mm-hmm. So next level up, it'll increase to thirty feet for my regular spell. Yeah, but the clarification was it's for <coughs> resistant to poison. So your not poison. Yeah. I think that's part of poison, and they do show up with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they show up with an asterisk. Asterisk if you modify it. So you find yourselves in the forest outside of Lorespell, uh, in I believe not an unfamiliar place. I think you've been there once before, right? Uh, oh, never, totally unfamiliar place. We've never definitely been. never seen that tree before. <laughs> <laughs> I no, we went to the other place with the vampires. Besides yeah. that, this is the furthest north we've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, after the teleportation circle dies down in the arcane energy, you are beginning to feel a slight temperature change uh, in the air. Malfaria doesn't really experience winter. It just kind of has more chill nights than anything else. Valon's extremely happy about the cold nights. Yes. Okay. So you're in the woods outside of Lorspell. What would you like to do? We went to the tower early morning. Did everything there. Ate breakfast. Which say what time would you say it is right now? It's it's shy of midday for sure. 
But you were probably in the tower for two or three hours. Let's get tripped. Yeah, we can move it. Matter of which way? Science. <laughs> <laughs> How long of a trip is that? We'll say uh, without Meryl here, I'm going to say that's a full day's journey. Okay. So you can either camp or you can hoof it. We all need to have a catchphrase word, so when we're not here, that can just say the word. And I say we hoof it and camp Mine outside of the town if we want to start fresh. Yeah. yeah. So we, you're going to hoof it and camp outside of town? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Next time you talk to your god, advise her that I am growing weary of being a pawn of the god's games. Oh. I will not be doing that. No. Um, Absolutely Thank not. you, though. Feel free to tell them yourself. Thank you. I worship the god of death. I can arrange a meeting. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> I tried that once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fucking so, once the ramparts of Lorespell are within view, keeping in mind that Nakarian villages do not necessarily have walls, uh, as they are open in numerous points of ingress and egress. Uh, there are wooden ramparts where you can see that they primarily just serve as places where the oath blades and the guards can look out and survey the landscape. But you do see in the distance, in the pitch black, as it is well into the night when you arrive, you can see the distant lore spell. Can we? Mm-hmm. Wait, so would Heroes Feast go away? Yep. At midday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> so, you begin to set up your tents, and before you have everything set up, you, Rathanax, can hear and see a departure coming out of Lore Spell, several Malkar on Warpback as they approach your camp. I make sure that everybody else knows. Yeah. Is your axe glowing? Is my axe glowing? No, it is not. Okay. I slipped into I'm sure we'll have to purchase Same. totems. Self checks. I'm sure we'll have to purchase totems. I'll I'll take care of it. I got it. Oh, I got mine. Anyway. I'm gonna cast light on my halberd so that we can see. Okay. You cast light on your halberd and it is protruding a light? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just so that they can see our camp too. 26. 29. Okay. Yeah. These uh, oath blades approach and you do recognize them as oath blades. Who's taking point in this conversation? Go ahead. Hail. Rathanax. Rathanax. You are in Rolspell's domain. Present your totems. Uh, we need to purchase some. Very good. And he, like, gestures for one of his compatriots to take out a piece of parchment. He says, your names. Um, Rathanax. Uh, Alistair, are we looking for a group name? Are you looking for a group name? Any information is welcome. Linvala. Oh shit, it's just me because you're so. Uh, Nicholas. And the science you want, he's Meryl. Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Decline, decline. And you have a group name, you're a band, or... Uh, more of a party. Uh, we're called the Strange Ones. There is a level of recognition on his face, as you said, Strange Ones. And the other guy jots it down and says, Well, that'll be five gold for the total. Each? Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll do an inside check to see if this is a ripoff or a shakedown. Can, can I? Can I also do that? Or can I? Yeah, I'll allow one more. But we are stealth. Advantage for Deal. foresight. I'm not going to argue and I'm just going to well, pay the man the five gold. God! Trash! Five! I am also paying the five gold without nope. any. Worse. All right. So this is. Use the point of luck for Yeah, it's hard to tell. Use the point of luck. I did. Use uh, the game. No. I'll take one. You can't get a long rest in a second. Uh, yeah, but I'm just in case sex wily. Good to I'm actually making a bit of a diorama of all the totems that I collect and not the ones I keep on my person. Could I get two extra? I'll pay for them, of course. No, as I said, yes. Alright, I'll remove 15 gold. You're way better man. than what I thought it was going to be. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Spells. Make is a deception it, check. God, come on! He done did it though. Yeah, but he's still deceiving. Bardic inspiration. He did uh, did it. He did get paid. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Technically, shouldn't have even allowed you Plus to do seven. that, but I didn't think about what? it. So yeah. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. All right, that's fine. And he says. um your intention is to go into the city in daybreak? Yes. We are a peaceful place, Lorso. Keep it that way. We are a peaceful group. Whips the reins of his oar and turns back towards the city. I'd like to say two Rathanags, but loud enough so they can hear me. Marvelous beasts. They are riding. Boy, yes. Kind of hinting at your word that would be obviously better. I also... Fluffy. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't seen Mr. Scruffles in a while. Mr. Scruffles, that was it. Come back up with my habit. Okay. So you all find rest for the evening. Um, If you want to take a watch, can. Um, um, I'll, uh, I'll nap first just because I want to have to sleep for four hours, and then I'll sleep for the rest of the night. So, if you want to sleep first and then take a watch with me, that's fine. That'll work. Alright. I'll take first watch. I'll take it. Nothing eventful happens throughout the night, as especially considering you're in this close proximity to Lorespell. And the morning comes, the sun rises, you break camp and make your way into the city of Lorespell. Three hours. So walking into Lorespell for the first time, the banners that decorate the ramparts of Lorespell. Let me turn this up just a tad. The banners that decorate the ramparts of Lorespell are a green crossbow with overlapping bows and arrows on a black backdrop. And you can see that where a lot of Malkarian villages are very industrious with numerous blacksmiths and forges, this one only has the one but a lot of kind of woodworking 
Shops and Fletchers. Where are you going? Um. Do you say what she does for a living? She's a rogue. Former adventurer, rogue. Is there a the tavern? tavern? Mm-hmm. All there is a tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we start there? Yeah. Oh, I need to. Quickly, you find the tavern here in town. It is a fairly humble structure of Malkarian motif, but it has the proud emblazoned sign in Malkar, the Forester's Cup. Any of this ringing a bell? All of it. Okay. I know exactly where we are. Okay. Yeah. Is this the first one? I think it is. I think it is. What what is this? I'm so confused. You might not actually know. I haven't been here. I'm saying you might actually know. Oh, is this a campaign one thing? Uh... When Zach was writing this campaign, he reached out to some people and asked for input on cities. This was the city. Is this your city? Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. I want you to know this is a name that confuses me every time he says it. Lore spell? Yeah. Why? Is it lore spell? Because I have spell? Uh, legend lore. Which and is so, a spell. Which is a lore spell. Yeah. <laughs> so every time he says it, I'm like, I'm not Yeah. I would like to, uh, to uh, in fact, I might buy still a little tanker of beer. And then, I do. is there a specific um, thieves can't rogue symbol that I can use at the table to kind of alert who we're looking for? Hmm. It's actually a very good question that I was not predicting. Is thieves can't about to be useful? Mm-hmm. No, 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 it was already useful. <laughs> I know, I'm just <laughs> This is the second time. And, uh, and a little time bit you because it wasn't very so <laughs> camping one. You go up to the counter and purchase a mug of beer, and do you have any conversation with the innkeeper, or are you immediately wanting to go into this? Just immediately go into it. Okay, so the way that you would know as someone who is part of those circles is that you would be looking for symbols somewhere in the tavern, uh, physical symbols to let you know in Thieves' Camp whether or not there are rogues or thieves or a black market in town, uh, whether or not the a plethora of knowledge can be inferred from these symbols. So you're wanting to find a symbol. Yes, it's essentially what I'm I'm telling you. Yeah. So uh, just perception check throughout throughout the tavern for any symbols that would uh, lead us to the uh, to what's her name? Brenda the Bold. Brenda the Bold. Can I give him advantage? Yeah, the two of you could do it. So advantage you want me to roll? It's up to you. You can advantage. Okay. Good I don't need it, but 28. 28? Okay. So kind of meandering, looking like you're meandering around the tavern, you walk over to the hearth, which is barely lit as it's very early in the morning and there's not a whole lot of need for warmth. And as you pass by one of the tables, you notice a symbol carved into the wood. And you would want to do it as sly as possible, obviously. So do you just sit down at this table and invite everyone else to sit at this table? Yes. Almost like you've claimed a table for them? Yeah. Okay. So you sit down, and the first thing that you notice inside of the symbol for Thieves' Camp is the circle. The circle conveys to you that this town is either complicit in the black market or that it's safe. But they don't really know that there's a black market. They don't know that there's part of the thieves' 
not guild, but that circle yeah. here in town, or they're complicit in it and they don't mind. The other symbols convey to you that this is a traveled area. It's not somewhere that they have really set up, but it is somewhere where people who in that social circle can travel to and not be harassed by guards or anything like that. Um, and you do notice that the symbol is very old. It wasn't freshly carved. All right, is there, is there anything that I can do specifically to, uh, to, make, to make an overt symbol to somebody who knows to look for it at the table? Well, there is, there is the gesture that you know of for the Order of the Crescent Moon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was specifically for the Order. It is for the Order of the Crescent Moon. Yeah. Besides that, we'll say that maybe there's a rhythmic tapping that you can do to see if anybody else in the... Just like Morse code, basically? Yeah. Okay. I just start rhythmic tapping. Looking around the tavern, there are few people in it because it is early morning, but nobody seems to perk their ears up or respond. Given that uh, it seems like Valinor is taking point on all this, uh, and that he may have some camaraderie with this person, I'd like to ask if I could cast Foresight on you. Sure. Okay. So I'll spend the minute casting Foresight on Valinor today. Okay. Um, so nothing happens. Uh, I want to go back up to the barkeep then. Okay. I go back up to the barkeep and uh, I just ask if she knows uh, anybody that uh, goes by the moniker of the bold. It's a male orc, middle-aged. Middle-aged orc male mm -hmm. uses the moniker bold. Kind of cleaning out a cup and you ask for her by name? Him or her? You ask for her. Brenda. He, he's yeah. a middle-aged orc male. He, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I use her moniker, not her full name. Yeah. I might know her. Uh, I take out three gold pieces and hand it to him and say, no, ask him if he can. And just drop it in there. And then it's cleaning it. And I uh, ask him if he can arrange a meeting. He looks around, makes sure that there's nobody listening, and then he says, I can't arrange a meeting, but I can tell you where she is. Take out two more pieces of gold, put in the cup. Much obliged. She left quite some time ago and then showed up back in town. She's different from when she left. She spends all of her time now outside in the fields just outside of town. Okay. Uh, which direction are the fields? Uh, he'll say north. Do we know what she looks like? So, mm -hmm. pass. Um, you got a description of her? Yeah, he gives you a description of her. Alright, so I just nod, oblige, go back down to the table. Uh, Barkeep says uh, she frequents the fields north of the tavern. And uh, we should be able to find her out there. Anybody have any good ideas about how to approach someone of her nature? Well, I said we let him do it. Not. 
Yeah, very much in favor of that. I can go with him. Yeah, we can do that. Try to raise your meeting. We are two roads in Northeast. Now, you know better than I. If somebody leaves that life behind to work in the fields, are they typically welcoming of things from their past? Uh, it would wholly depend on why they live. Um, she may decide that she saved up enough gold and she no longer needs to be in the business. Or and that they escaped or retired. retired. Yeah. Hmm. Escaping and retiring are two different things. Absolutely, they're retired. Like to be left with enough alone. Maybe just three of you. Renalia, Bellinor, and you. Since this is your business at all. Yes. Um. I'm all right with this as long as you are all close by. <laughs> nice. Um. What was the description of her? Was she? It's an older human. Malcar or uh, Malcar human. Malcar human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my contacts. Uh. So you depart for the fields. I would like to take a toss him a silver coin mm-hmm. or a mug. I want to take the mug with me, and as we walk up to the field, I'll start tapping a rhythmic, and we come in peace as we approach her. Okay. So going to the fields to the north. If it wasn't clear, she's not a field worker. Yeah. She sits in the fields. And you can see her in this, like, this one solemn human being sitting on a rock in the middle of this large open field, the wind sweeping over the grass plain of it, and the sun beating down on her back. It's, it's, for as cool as it was in the morning, it's a hot day. And you begin to tap this rhythmic tapping. Uh, on the cuff as you approach and you can see that her ears do perk up but she does not turn around. Okay. And who all is approaching her? Me. Oh, and I'll leave myself. Yeah. The Thank three you. of you. Can I also approach with the invisible? Sure. I mean obviously casting invisibility I'm not just gonna be Make a stealth check. With advantage because you're invisible. Except to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the rest of you are hanging back. And me. During this conversation? Wait a second. She might have blind sense. She did. Looking at her, she she appears to be. She's not shit you know, she's ways off, but not. Oh, for okay. you. No, no one doesn't appreciate it. So you approach her, and she doesn't really take a whole lot of notice as you approach, but within when you get it within about 10 feet, you hear as she speaks, kind of just out into the air, not turning towards you, she says, if you've come to kill me, you're gonna need more than three. Well, that's kind of you. Uh, at least today, nobody's here to take your life. It's at that point that she turns and looks at you. Then why are you here? Uh, I want to be within your shop. We are, um, we are the strange ones. Um, we have some questions that you may have answers to. It's regarding a certain location you discovered in your travels. Gesture. 
Alistair. I'll stand. Is she facing us now? Mm-mm. May I walk around and face you? She just gestures, as if that's okay. I come around to the front and say... Well, as soon as you see her face, you can see that this hood that was protecting and obscuring most of her face, she looks up and you can see these truly heinous scars across her face that are not old. They seem to be healing, but it's within five, six days that this has happened. First thing I say is, would you like some healing? And do you raise your hand as if to like to say? Uh, yes, I'll. Her eyes offer. dart up from whatever she was looking at, and she says, don't touch me. That is not necessary if you would like some. Just silence. She doesn't seem receptive to that. Well, there's no easy way of bringing this to you, asking favor of a stranger. But we are looking for the Trey of Ota. We understand that it is in Trozak's plane. And my friends and I are looking to handle this business. Make an insight check. Fifteen. Fifteen. She doesn't have any idea what you're talking about as far as the Treyavota, um, but there is the spark of recognition that possibly the place that she accidentally discovered with her group, this might be linked to that. She says... I don't want anything to do with that place. I couldn't help you, even if I wanted to. I don't remember much. All we need is information on where to start, how to get there, if you can't offer that, I understand. I have spoken to gods and wizards of impossible age who say that you are the only person to speak to about this. Now I can't and I would not pull you to do something you do not wish but if you believe in anything this is why I am here calling. My friends I had to help and honestly do all of the heavy lifting. I've heard of the terrors that you faced and I don't want to ask you to relive them. I just need to know where to start. She turns to you, Valinor. She says, 
Is he mad? Mad, yes. But what he speaks of is the truth. Gods and wizards. Ancient wizards. Make a persuasion check. Do you want my stuff? Yeah. It's a 38. <clears throat> like to say, ancient enough to know that this information was found near Casadovo. Can that give me advantage? But it wasn't. Well, that's what he said. Oh. Okay. He was doing he research was on Casadovo. Oh. What am I making? A persuasion check. 13, but I feel like this is as good a time as any. Stargazer? Have you got your Stargazer back? Slept last night. You have to look at the stars, though, right? I'll um, give it to you. Thanks. I'll just be sure you notate it. Okay. Uh, 16. She looks at you and she says, I have been called cruel. Malicious and cold. But I would have to be one insufferable bastard to send anyone, even my worst enemy, into that hellhole. And it's at that point that you see there's almost this feral look that sweeps over her face. She says, It wasn't here wasn't anywhere that any of us should be. It was dark. A darkness beyond anything that any of you can understand. If you're going to go there, then you might as well give me whatever gold you have <laughs> in exchange for what I know. I told you that I was called by a power greater than us. And my lady would not send me unprepared. Not produce the file of starlight and say Lumos. Say Knox and put it away. We will have use for our gold, but I am not opposed to paying you for your information. Shoulds her hand out. I pull out 200 gold. That's a substantial amount of gold. <laughs> oh my god. She's surprised. She's gonna get glasses on And then she thinks about that file of starlight that you showed her. And she says, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Maybe you're all going to die, just like my friends did. But it's no skin off my teeth. I don't know where it was. I don't remember. But... I do remember one of my friends mentioning something on the map. The three-fingered hand. 
and I was in a cave. There was some altar there. Everything goes black until until I got out. Such to do on the three-fingered hand. Is that all you know or are willing to impart? That's all I can remember. If there's any other detail, anything that even seems too small, may not be. We may be able to rid that place of its darkness. If it's revenge you're looking for, the strange ones may be able to accommodate. Stand. Yeah. As we leave on the mug, I'll just do a rhythmic tap of uh, you will have your retribution. Okay. You guys are welcome to come over to the map if you would like. Just don't look at my book. We're gonna look at the book. You bastards! Let me look! The book! Observe the book! Don't say in the floor where it is. Like he's looking this way. He's looking over here. <laughs> looking over here. I'm just saying that river has one, two, three. Same it. Nooza. Sounds. Nooza. That's relatively close to here. Yeah, that's on you, cuz. Yeah, don't be shy, man. What is it? No, that's, no, that's not it. 
That's my city. Oh, uh, Three finger hand is not something we would have heard of at any point. Is that it? Hmm? It's not something we would have heard of with three fingered hand. Probably not. Can you, um, is it this mountain? Is it one, two, is Use your war this? spell on it? The name? Maybe. Maybe. I was going to ask, even as a lore bard who's traveled around now for a month or so, just. This is more like a colloquial name for a local area. Just reaching. So, if I hit the nail here, I'm going to try. Yeah, that okay, some other people might know. Is it, with the river. Is it this area? This body of water? Water. 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 I don't think that's disgusting. Just guess. Is it that's disgusting? Wrong. Oh, okay. It's water. Y'all pick a place. Oh, we picked multiple places, sir. We picked the three-fingered hand. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we would like to shoot. We picked the three-fingered hand. I mean, is it something that someone else in town might have heard of? Okay, but he says not this. He did say that. Or is this a puzzle you want us to solve on our own? On your own. I want you to. I want you to pick a place and I want you to go. All right. Oh, come on. I say we okay, well, I say we go to Nuzza because Nuzza. there's a teleportation circle really close to it. It's also not that far away, anyway. And it's a river with three fingers. Daria, three fingers. It's a pole. Oh, yeah, it's in Daria. That's a that's ace of clothes, right? We there. went full circle <laughs> back to Daria. It always comes back. It always leads back to Daria. Mm-hmm. It's it's here. Yeah, but you have the three the three cities that make up a make up a foot and a claw or a hand. A what? Rodra. You have Venko, Gro- well, where Rodra, is it then? and Ravok. Somewhere, in the middle? Somewhere in the mountains? Somewhere it's in the, the whole ass mountain range? It's in the cave in the mountain. It's in a cave in the mountain, and there's an unmarked dot right there. No, we know what that is. The... Okay. She did say it was in a cave. Caves I... don't have to be at the mountains. I say we fast travel to right here by Nuzza, because if it's not it, we can, we can bamf somewhere else. To be bit. clear, you don't want us asking people in town about this. They just I mean, you could. They could just lie for gold, because obviously you handed out fucking retirements. It was a big, <laughs> was a big ask. Hey, relive your trauma for and free, And then she please. said, I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> should ask for a partial refund. Yeah. So we have it. I don't know. That was to go information. Yeah, she for real said, I don't know. Right? Yeah, it's a cave, and it's a three-finger thing. And it's not by Feyron. You said no to that. No, I'm not going to leave you the curse for us. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> well, I was thinking like it was a, it was another place to go to the Underdark. What is a three-fingered hand? It's a claw. I think it's an Oma. A talon. What? Oma is close Oma? enough. Oma is close enough for her to have walked back there. And you can call it local. Yeah, but I would say Nuzza is probably considered local too. It's like 10 days of travel. 10 days is local? Then you don't have a car. <laughs> Three? Yeah. I mean, it took them, I mean, months and months to cross the fucking U.S. Hey, Zach, did we, what? have we ever seen a cave that wasn't at a mountain? Yes. Well, let's try. I say let's try. Well, let's use contact other planes. It's the closest. Yeah. It's the closest. 
it, it looks like it has three appendages. And there's a self-catching Where are you guys getting a three-fingered hand out of Oma? Okay, obviously it's not Oma. Yeah. Okay. Back to the drawing board, guys. I think, I think we go to the Nuzza. Nuzza. So that is like a, that is like the guy who had an M80 in his hand. <laughs> the Nuzza is, Nuzza Nuzza is, is the is. only one he hasn't shot down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's go there. All right, Nuzza. Woo! Woo. All right. Now the next question. Oh, God. It's 11. We just fit. Do we want to close it here, or do we want to go for a dramatic close in about 10 minutes? I can do 10 minutes. Dramatic close? Yes. I live here. Mm -hmm. I can do 10. And Jake's on his way home, so I'm not going to go six minutes on anyway. All right. So, where are we going? Nozzle. Nozzle. Teleportation circle, and then nozzle. We're gonna go to the teleportation and then look around. Yeah. Because I can totally see uh, Zoltan and putting a teleportation circle. At an altar? To this thing. Yeah. No, but close. No, I'm saying yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm agreeing. With it's you. like the, the teleportation are at the base of the mountain, so like it may be a cave. Instead of having walls, they have like raised platforms and watchtowers because it's a town of like, they primarily are archers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. But yeah, if it's by the base of the mountain, I mean, it could, the cave could be yep. somewhere close by. Do you do, you do it now? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Zwoop. Yeah, the trying best. to get there before the heroes feast run out, run out please. Yeah. <laughs> the best armor in the town is called the Bowman's Reach. Very cool. Hey, I'm going to use my chalk for teleportation circle since we don't have one to go from here. Okay. Hey, remember, all arcs have the same teleport. And you teleport to here, yeah. the, the yeah. north part of the Burgundy Mountains right here? Yes, sir. Okay. Honestly, Madison, it's probably, it's probably going to be like dramatic. That's what we're in the session. Also, here is the sense right now. <laughs> no. He sure will be back. He's not blind. A lot of teleportation is Oh, the best. Like a game broken what amount. You put it along or follow across the map. And... Yeah, a very powerful person. So you use what to teleport? Teleportation circle. Oh yeah. my god. Use the spell teleportation circle. Okay. You find yourselves west west <laughs> to the woods north of the Burgundy Mountains. And you have been here before? No. No. Jesus, what a first. Weird. All yeah, you're being like new. awestruck by all these new trees. <laughs> Mountains. Now, you are probably a day's walk to Nuzza. Shit. First things first. Let's look around this base of this yeah. mountain. Yeah. just do a quick okay. Or not. <gasps> you can check it as you're journeying. Can I insight check the Yeah. Can we insight check the end? No, you can't. Oh, damn it. I'd like DC's to insight check God God. And, uh, DC's 500. Oh. I think I can do it. You might. Beats it, beats it. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> do you want to press all the way into Nuzza, which would put you uh, at a point of exhaustion because you haven't slept? Why the no, I'll say we take a nap. You want to take a nap by the teleportation circle? Yes. Sure. All right. First so, watch. You spend the evening there near the teleportation circle, camping in the seclusion and solitude of the Nalkarian Wilds. I would like to gaze at the stars. Okay. So Hero's Feast is gone. Okay. Can, I roll, can I do a perception check of our surroundings? Mm -hmm. So take off your um, Valor, max would you HP like to help me and for our perception check? Yes. <clears throat> okay. 
Fun fact, when you rest, the uh, max HP modifier goes away automatically. Yeah. Very good. You know that? The night passes uneventful, and you see the sun rise on the horizon and spend the day traveling to Neza and arrive maybe two or three hours before sundown. Uh, Neza being a very, very small Malkarian village. Are you studying a bit further in this time? Yes. But there is one Malkar orc who you can see traveling out of Neza who appears to be a local. Hail. Hail. A well met, friend. Hi. <laughs> Coming from Nuzza. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Nuzza? Nuzza. Nuzza. Emphasis on the That's good. All right, then. He continues on his journey. No. Oh, um, is that another thing? Do you know anything about the area of something called Three Fingered Hand? Yeah, that's where we are. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Or that's I'm right in the middle of Three Rivers. Any oh. caves? <laughs> Any caves around here? Oh, yeah. Any trouble? Yeah. Loads of them. Any All along the river. All along the river. Any North particular and, ones that... North or south? Oh, there's a lot of them. Are there any particular caves that um, locals stay away from? Yeah, there it is. A lot of them need specifics. Mm-hmm. Caves are dangerous, right? Yeah, they are. Any maybe like old temples or anything in the area? No, but what you're asking about is uh, information. Uh, I'll toss him ten gold. Jesus Christ! Oh, oh, oh shit! Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one cave. It's really hard to get to. Uh, most people stay away from it. It's supposed to be cursed. Mm-hmm. Uh, cursed Even better. Yeah, it's south of Nessa. Thank you, bro. South but you don't want to go there. Oh no, we no don't. certainly not. No, no. no. Right. Oh, right. How to stay away? Yeah, but how would we avoid it if we didn't want to go? You go south of Nessa. Along the river, and there's a steep embankment. Goes up probably about 30, 40 feet, mm-hmm. and straight shot down to the river bank. And then there's a there's a cave there. Good. Good. We're, We're not going to do that, right? Guys? Which one? There's three rivers. We don't want to be fishing in the. Oh, the one, uh, the one, the Central River. The middle. Okay. Oh. Uh, the middle finger. Yeah. The yeah. Middle. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a river called the Bird? They they say in these parts, fuck that cave. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for. Well, we should have stayed away from it. Yeah, thank you. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a bit. Walks off. Don't spend it all in one place. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you probably couldn't if you tried. So you travel well into the evening to go south of Nuzza. You find this steep embankment that he described, I mean, like poet. Just perfectly. <laughs> um, how do we want to get down? I'm going to jump. Anybody got feather fall? Yeah, that's why I'm going to jump. Oh, should we jump with you? Um, I'm just, I'm just, I got 50 feet of rope. I'm just going to repel down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have pythons if it helps. Nicholas is going to cast fly on himself. Shit. Oh, wait, I have wings. Fly. I don't want to waste Feather fall once a day. But wings. Wait, you can get other people with feather fall. Can't yeah, you? I mean, I could. Yeah, but she's not going. But what? 
How many feet can you affect with Featherfall? Well, I only have as a, as a first level spell at the moment, so just me. Is it really only just, I thought it was still more people. I thought it was like you and three. Oh, I'm sorry, up to five. My bad. I know My I bad. got some Not me. Y'all want Featherfall? I do. I mean, y'all spell slots are more valuable than mine, honestly. Anyway. Yeah, Meryl Meryl would like to use Feather Paul with his <laughs> Okay. I was I'm just repelling now. Okay. I'm gonna repel down I'll repel down as well. Right. So some of you go a little some of you go a little more, you know, proficient. Some of you just decide to go the rugged route. Well hold on now. If they're if they're already repelling down, I'm just gonna take on their rope too. Damn. You're gonna leave the rope, right? Yeah. And get back out. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so of escaping. Who goes down first? Nicholas, because he's flying. Okay. Nicholas landing at the mouth of this cave. Alice there shortly behind him. I'm not going in the cave. Oh, you certainly are not. No. Because as soon as you see the mouth of the cave. You can see that it is full of probably about knee-high water. Ooh. And... Whose knees? That's a good question. We're at the next. Oh, we're at the next. That's some high-ass knees, dog. That's some high-ass knees. How tall are you? There is this energy that flows out of this cave that is even to someone who is not celestially inclined. Dark and evil. I think we found it. It feels very ominous. I'd like to cast light on a piece of copper. It works. Flick it into the cave. Boom. But it keeps going. Is it still lit? But you can see it. It is for now. Oh, yeah. So it's not just like a so you step in complete darkness. Go ahead. You step forward. Just go ahead and just draw my sabers. Step on forward. Do you yep. pick up the coin? I do. Is it still lit? Yeah. Or are you dispelling it? It's up to me, it's still lit. Okay. But I'll proceed put it away and pull out my file of starlight. For a second, I'll keep the coin out and not bring out my final starlight. Not quite yet. Okay. You proceed deeper into the cave. Mm-hmm. Your gut tells you. Mm-hmm. Hold on, this is going to be cool. Wait a minute. You trudge through this water. And what you notice is that slowly but surely, as the walls get more and more narrow, unexplicably, the light from this coin gradually. That was as good a time as any, and I'll spend the minute casting foresight on myself. Okay. It hasn't quite gone out yet, but you know that if you step any further with this coin, it's going to go completely out. You cast it, you throw it into the dark. Flick it into the dark. Complete darkness. Well, I'm no expert on signs, but this might be one. Lumos. A light in the darkness. You stand at the mouth of a dry cave. 
here. Mm. A dry cane? I don't like that. I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. What the that's, hell? That's the coin. <laughs> mm -mm. Is that us? No, it's not. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't like that at all. It's, it's, it's undulating. It's like a portal. In the distance, through the darkness, which, by the way, is not just... Ooh, almost made a SpongeBob reference. Advanced darkness. Advanced darkness. It is not just dark. What you see in the distance is some pale, almost familiar, cold light. Brings back memories of Marilyn's throne room. But through, you can see this light, but it's like looking through a haze. The darkness is tangible. You can cut it with a knife. What do you do? Hey, Ozark. Yeah. You have um, super dark vision. Yeah. Does it do anything for this? You can see his eyes kind of glow, and he looks surprised. No. <laughs> so, oh, magical fuck. darkness doesn't impede its sensitivity, and this still fucking does. Um, interesting, buddy. There's something over there, though. Yeah, I get the notion. Looks like we're staying close to you. Mm-hmm. Move forward. Ten feet at a time, watching my watching my footfalls. Very closely. I want to be I really, there, really I close to Start off by putting your token here. I want to be as close to Alistair as I can. I shoulder to shoulder with him. Yours is right there. That's where you go, Alistair. Bring it there. Alrighty. So out. I'm going to be right there. And I need you to move your piece with the light. You said 10 feet? Mm hmm. Every step. Carefully watching. Nicholas, back. Just in time to die. I want Rapidex to be behind me. <laughs> behind you? Yeah. When Bala takes the front, you take the back. Oh, okay. I want Paladins on either side, homie. Why is it not? It's much bigger than 10 feet. You want me to move y'all? I'm trying to be shoulder Hold to on. shoulder with it. With me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want to be right beside you, man. I'm not going to let you go. This is you proceeding into the cave. Yes. Oh, God, we're, all, we're in the darkness. Ten feet of time. You see this little... That's your file. Can I ready an action? <laughs> is your glass glowing? <laughs> is the axe glowing? Oh. What? Where do you go from here? Go towards the thing. Towards the light. Step down the light. off of probably a six or seven foot drop. This is all dry, you said, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we I might need to check like, other caves. Um, I just don't want to commit to this cave yet. Yeah. Oh. 
Alright. Before you. Before we touch anything, I would like to reach out to Alistair and cast Wording Bond. Okay. How long does that last? I think eight hours. I think so. Before you is a stone altar. Atop it is a pale, dense crystal size of a human torso. Within that crystal is this swirling energy, a culmination of what appears to be pale, cold light and shadow swirling in constant motion. Below it, scribed on the altar, is script. I have Eldritch Sight so I can read all writing. Do you approach and read it? Not out loud, but indeed. Get a little bit closer. Offer up thy sacrifice so that he, the slayer of angels, eater of light, and drinker of darkness, might bid you entrance to his throne world. Now keep in mind, I will make this very clear, the sacrifice doesn't have to be given up wholly. You're offering, you're showing what you're offering as a sacrifice. I don't feel like he has a need for gold. for the skull throne. Um. Crank my finger and flick a drop of blood at it. Onto the altar. It sizzles. But nothing happens. The, the altar was receptive. Blood. Oh, it needs more blood. But it's not the blood that the altar or Trozox is looking for. Mm. Do the same thing. Finger. Flicks the blood. 
Nothing happens with your blood. It doesn't even sizzle. Mm. I think the pa- one of the paladins needs to I think a specific paladin might slice my hand. Damn, sir. Can you put it on the altar? Uh, squeeze it. Squeeze and let droplets of blood fall on the altar. Nothing happens. Okay, Mvala. Slice my hand. The reaction surprises you mm-hmm. with its violence as the blood falls onto the altar. And the same coalition of shadows and light sweeps the blood off and sucks it into the crystal. And then from the wall beside you, a small, dark dot begins to form encompassed by this pale light and then accompanied by shadows in this swirl a portal opens chosen ones first (laughs) I'm going to drink a potion of growth before we go in we got thick bubble we got thick bubble will you be able to get through the portal It'll, it'll, Will I be able to get through the portal? Sure. It'll, okay. she'll, it'll stretch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got Warding Bond with Alistair. So I don't forget these. And I hold file Starlight behind me so it comes to everybody and say, Well, thanks again for the help, guys. Oops. In case. We're making it out of this, Alistair. Go. Let's you not say our goodbyes yet. Nicholas Soup. Warding Bond. You step through the portal. You've never given knowledge. First you, Alistair, then your friends, and you all realize that you are in fully encompassed by this tangible, thick darkness on the other side of this portal. All standing in this circle. The order doesn't really matter right now. The only visible light anywhere around you comes from the file of starlight in Alistair's hand and two crystals that rest on either side, near this portal. There's a moment of silence. Pure, unadulterated silence. No dripping of water, no airflow. The only sound around you is the breathing of your friends. And just before one of you begins to speak, to break this silence from the darkness, there's a voice. You have entered the throne world of Trozax. Place your offering before me and state your business with the great spawn of darkness. 
is something that I require and uh, give that up and you will receive please more no. Gats Mercy. Oh, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> Last time you did this, we almost died. Yeah, well, we can't I'm not going to offer up Lynn Bala. Yeah, but we there could, is a like, low rumbling <laughs> sound. Oh, my God. I support this. It seems to protrude from the walls around you. Well, at least you know you're going where you when you die. Yeah. <laughs> But then you realize that it's not coming from the walls around you. Oh, it is bouncing off and shaking the walls, the stone walls around you. And it raises this bassy, deep laughter. And then he says from the darkness, You have made a great mistake. And then he sees it, realizing that you're holding the file of starlight. He says, You have made a great mistake coming here. Starbearer. And then this energy just lights the chamber around you only for a brief second before it fades again but just long enough to see the form of Trozoxus standing across from you in this chamber his black wings furled and encompassing the entire chamber these swirls of dark and light swirling around his head his horns coalescing off of his forehead a great grim mace in his right hand And that's where we're gonna end the session. Yeah. Oh, you saw Mass. Yes. There's anybody out there in listening land, we appreciate you. The scene is a busy city streets. Merchants coming and going, guards protecting the merchants, and here we see two travelers in search of wares. Oh Robicus! Robicus! We've traveled hither and yon, and found not for our needs of Funko Pops and Warhammer. Yes, Caelius, nay have we found our Dungeons and Dragons minis, dice, and other accessories, nor a place to play this fabled game of Warhammer. What is a group to do? Look there! Gods! Gods which could answer our our question and help us along on this quest! He kept saying that it was an arrow to the knee, but I think he just ran out of paid vacation. Gods! 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 Gods. God. We need four Funko Pops and Warhammer! Dragons, minis, and accessories. Are you, were your parents inbred? You should know by now that you have to go to Coco's Collectibles and more. What are you? Tourists? Or worse? Adventurers? Or worse? Metagamers? 
They are right, Kylius. Of we course. Have known. Of course, we've heard of Cody's collectibles and more. Why it can be found where? Oh, at twelve twenty-five Snow Street, Suite fourteen in Oxford, Alabama. Hot meat for sale. Scene. Hey guys, visit us at cocosandmore.com or come see us in person at Cody's Collectibles and More at 1225 Snow Street, Oxford, Alabama, Suite 14. Feel free to also follow us on any of our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for all of your Dungeons & Dragons, Funko Pop, and Warhammer needs.